There's no better place to watch football with friends than Buffalo Wild Wings. They've got all the games on wall-to-wall TVs and a new $5 game day menu with 38-ounce pitchers of Bud Light, Coors Light, and Miller Light, cheeseburgers and brats, and select cocktails. And every Sunday, you can play an exclusive fantasy football game with DraftKings with prizes like free wings for a year. Get to Buffalo Wild Wings for our $5 game day deals. When football is on, you have to be here. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Price and participation vary. Subject to restrictions. Limited time only. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Here with you with another short, brief podcast, something we're going to be doing more of in the offseason to keep you up to date in all our audio formats. And today, the discussion that I want to talk about and related to the Pittsburgh Steelers, the 2017 team that fell flat on their face against the Jacksonville Jaguars in the divisional round of the AFC playoffs, are big plays. The Pittsburgh Steelers offense had their share of big plays, just ask Antonio Brown, but I'm talking about the defensive side of the ball. Just listen to this statistic for you. This is from Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette per the Elias Sports Bureau. The Pittsburgh Steelers defense allowed 10 plays of 50 yards or more, tied for most in the league with the Oakland Raiders. I'm going to say that again. The Steelers defense allowed 10 plays of 50 yards or more, tied for most in the league. They also allowed 41 plays of 25 or more yards, third most in the National Football League. This is through the whole season, folks, and this is an extremely disturbing statistic if you're someone that thinks that this Steelers defense might be on the cusp of being great. Now, the question is now, and a lot of people have asked this question, what's really going on? Why is the Steelers defense giving up so many big plays? Especially when, in the first quarter of the season, they had one of the best secondaries, and their front was getting pressure. Well, if you recall, though, in the, in the early portions of the season, they struggled stopping the run. And then in the back end of the season, they struggled stopping the big pass. I hate to say it's all one player, and you know who I'm going to say. But just hear me out. Ryan Shazier, number 50, he was the he might not have been the actual captain because that was Cameron Hayward, but Ryan Shazier did so much more on the football field than people might realize. Not only was he great in coverage, he, he led the team in interceptions. Not only was he great in run stopping, especially on those stretch run plays from sideline to sideline, he was also the person that had the green dot on the back of the helmet, was hearing the coordinator's calls, and it was his job to make changes, to make checks, and to make adjustments at the line of scrimmage before the ball was snapped. If you have the ability, go back and watch the first first half of the season, really. Watch the first half of the season, just the defense pre-snap. And you will see Ryan Chazier identify the play, identify the changes being made by the quarterback, and making the adjustments with the rest of the team. And what you'll see is a very smooth transition. He notifies the front, the linebackers know, the secondary knows, boom, 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 one, two, three, and they're all on the same page. Now, we all know what happens on that Monday night in Cincinnati. And from that point on, and it was happening maybe a little bit before that, with Joe Hayden, when he got hurt, that hurt the secondary. Joe Hayden was the main key of communication in the secondary, especially with his side and with his safety. Mike Mitchell did the same thing, William Gay. But Ryan Chazier was that hub, that hub of communication that got everyone on the same page. So Chazier goes down. Now go back and watch those games after he goes down. You don't see that one person really trying to make the calls. In the first half of the season, it's all Shazier. 
it's him at the line of scrimmage. It's him motioning to his teammates. It's him making sure everyone knows what to do. But in that last game, even the playoff game, you'll see uh, someone, I, I, I recall this play in particular, Bud Dupree stands up before the snap, and he motions to the rest of the team, basically saying he wants to change their scheme. He wants to maybe slide the linebackers towards him. I don't know their hand signal, so I can't tell you exactly what he's saying, but he's definitely signaling to the rest of the team. Yet no one changes anything. On another play, William Gay, who most consider one of the brightest defensive minds as a player on the football team, he is doing the same thing. He's motioning to his teammates, trying to get them in position, and yet either they're running around like chickens with their heads cut off or they're not moving at all. So could it all just be one player? Could the big plays just be based on the fact that Ryan Shazier is not in the lineup anymore? Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. There's a time and a place for black and white. Like when you're learning to play piano. Or when you want a big two-toned cookie. Or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white. So go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing. From banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Uh, if I were to put a percentage on it, I would say that 75% of the issues are, yeah, just that. Ryan Shazier is not there because not only is he a playmaker, he is a leader. He is the person that is responsible for communicating all those different changes. You take him out of the equation, and now all of a sudden, who's going to do it? Yeah, it would be easy to say the standard is a standard, the next man up, yada, yada, yada. Well, Vince Williams proved that he might be able to get the calls out. But when it comes to the adjustments, that's just not his forte. And we all know, as much as we all love Vince Williams, he's just not as athletic, not nearly as athletic as Ryan Chazier is. So, are all is all, what else could be going on? If it's not Chazier, if, if, if 75% of it is Chazier, what about the other 25? I think the other 25 is just lapses in mental preparedness, lapses in physical adjustments, and, and really just lapses in overall preparation and making sure that, uh, look at Artie Burns. He's the perfect example. I could sit here and keep talking, but I mean, Artie Burns is the perfect example. He's a guy that is aggressive. He wants to make the big play. And I, hey, that's great. But at the same time, you can't get beat on double moves like he does often. It takes a quick pump fake, and next thing you know, there's a, there's a wide receiver running wide open right behind him. And if the safety like Mike Mitchell or Sean Davis is late getting over there, that's a touchdown. And that's what happened against the Colts. 
That's what happened against the Titans. That's what happened against the Green Bay Packers. That's the, the those lapses, okay? Now we talk about the run game. What happens in the run game? The Chicago Bears ran all over them. The Jacksonville Jaguars ran all over them twice. In the run game, it's a little bit different, but people aren't doing their job on the field. It's not necessarily you know in that back half of the season when Ryan Chaser was out. If if Vince Williams got them in the perfect defensive call, they still have to go out and run that defensive call. So, where do this where do the Steelers go from here from a defense? Well, it, to me, it's pretty easy. I think from here they have to go back to square one. That doesn't mean they fire everybody. That doesn't mean they have to go out and draft defense, 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 defense in the first six rounds. In my opinion, it just means that the coaching staff from OTAs all the way through training camp, all the way through the preseason, has to go back to square one. Instead of constantly building on all these things that they've been working on, go back, start from square one, and really start to build a foundation that you can actually have a defense that is a championship caliber defense built upon. It's not going to be as difficult as I make it sound. Because when you go back to square one, you have the same coaching staff, you have primarily the same players back, it shouldn't be that difficult. It shouldn't be that long of a drive back, and it shouldn't be that. It shouldn't take you that time, a lot of time especially, to get you right back to where you were, but making sure that everyone is on the same page. Will they find someone to replace Shazier if he's unable to play? That's not going to be an easy task, but at least they can prepare and plan for it, unlike they, they didn't really have that chance this season because it happened middle of the year. Sean Spence was acquired. I think it's safe to say they're going to find someone, whether it's a free agent or a draft pick, that they feel can at least try to fill those shoes better than they did at the end of last season. The big plays, though, on defense, it's kind of what did this team in on more than one occasion, even in that 45-42 loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We'll see you next time. Aloha, I'm Clifford from Yamano Safeway. Can't decide what to eat? Whether it's lunch or dinner, you'll find a perfect meal in the Safeway Deli. Handcrafted sandwiches, fresh sushi prepared by our in-house chefs, signature salads, our famous fried chicken and tenders. Add a side like creamy mashed potatoes or mac and cheese. All fresh and ready to go every day. Stop by this week to get a hot deal on rotisserie chicken, only $5.88 each with in-and coupon. This is Clifford from Manoa Safeway, and we'll see you soon. My name is Spencer Hall. My name is Jason Kirk. My name is Ryan Nanny. And when we combine, we form the, the Shutdown, Shutdown Fullcast. I keep telling you, we're not Voltron. The Shutdown Fullcast is technically a college football podcast, but it's also a show about lawn care disasters, regional grocery stores we love, Tennessee Batman, homeowners associations, bears and video games. I mean, there's also some actual football discussion, like about coaches having huge contracts or coaches making terrible decisions or coaches saying really stupid things. Or the NCAA saying really stupid things. Yeah, there's lots of stupid things in this big, dumb, beautiful sport. Sometimes we talk about football games. Allegedly. If you want to take college football exactly as seriously as it deserves to be taken, come find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts like this one. The Shutdown Fullcast. It's not Voltron.